Good to have you back. The Bill Michael Show final hour. Going to hear from Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show, coming up here momentarily. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating in La Crosse, Trempolo, Vernon, Monroe Counties, Jackson County. Good stuff out there. And if you are looking for uh, a new water heater, if you're looking for, you know, in-floor heating, uh, heating up a garage, uh, you just want to get maybe your uh, your furnace checked out. They are the people to do it, whether it's heating or plumbing, what have you. They can do it. They can help you out. That's every plumbing and heating. Third generation, as, uh, as a matter of fact. 608-783-2803. Call them. They're in on Alaska. 608-783-2803. 608-783-2803. That is every plumbing and heating right out there in La Crosse. So um, the uh, the Diamondbacks are coming to town. Tim Allen, host of the baseball postgame show. And you can find him at Tim Allen Rants, at Tim Allen Rants over on Twitter. And he's on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. Tim, how you doing, man? Well, all right. It's it's a big day today, and there are some changes, Bill. And, uh, you know, I like making a habit of talking playoff baseball. Don't don't we all just love Oh yeah. That's a good oh, yeah. habit. I mean, you you can get out there and smoke weed, and you can get out there and drink, and you can get out there and gamble, but you know what a good habit, good healthy habit uh in in baseball in terms of being a fan is is uh is playoff baseball. And here we right. are, fifth time in 6 years, three division titles. Let's uh, let's start with the roster decisions. Joey Weimer in. Uh, you've got Jesse Winker in. No Rowdy Telez. Uh, Garrett Mitchell out. Colin Ray in. Hauser out. Give me your thoughts. The one surprise for me, um, the biggest surprise for me, is the Rowdy. Um, now the Colin Ray, it, it doesn't surprise me because of Woody. I'm sure we'll get to that in a second. But uh, right. Jesse Winker, you know, you wonder. I wondered why he was still around with the team. You know what I mean? And and so that mm-hmm. gave me that gave me the idea that, you know, they might just pull the trigger on, on Jesse Winker here. It's a short series, so it's gonna really skew toward uh toward uh, the, the position players. Now the Weimer thing, that's not surprising because you know, there's three lefties in that in that diamondback bullpen. And and if one thing Weimer that well is two defensively for sure got some speed and defense but one thing offensively that he can provide is uh muscling up against lefties and holding his own so i i suspect even today bill you you tonight you might see joey weimer with a bat in his hand in a clutch situation late against a lefty where lavolo is kind of pickled into this three batter minimum thing and council's going to with the extra added uh, position players he may go to uh, weimer that's not going to be surprising Okay, let's start with the Woody because obviously that news was uh, deflating to say the very least, and it, it you know and you know as well as I do, a lot of Brewers fans feel like just your snake bit, you know, like just every time you finally get here and you look like you're at full strength with something better than what everybody else has, the gods of some type come down and, and pluck one of them away from you. We had it when the Bucks went to the Eastern Conference Finals and Scotty Williams got yanked off the plane that last day. We've seen it happen with guys going down in series with the Brewers, and now again it bites us right in the ass as uh, Woody has to go down with that shoulder issue. So give me your thoughts there. Yeah, big big time disappointing, and, and it's just it shows you the, the fickle nature of, you know, you, you think you got your ducks in a row and, and life – Life throws you curveballs for sure, but you know baseball is going to also, and and it did, and it did yesterday, and it caught everybody off guard a little bit. I was talking 
and getting some feedback with um, some of the reporters down there. When Craig Council announced that, they were all just like, wait, what? What? Did he just say that? And so it did catch everybody off guard. And here's where it hurts. Um, The short series, okay, you, you can get by this. But I think, you know, longevity here, deep run, that's where you're going to have to have someone step up. And, and that's just the bottom line. You had, you had the best big three, and, and I will go one further and say the best big four, uh, alive in the playoffs right now. And that was going to keep you in every game. So it then defaulted, and we know the defense is good. Then it defaulted to Brewers offense. You get rolling. You get hot. You could take this thing into the World Series. You could. Now – you might have to really put some pressure on that offense. And strategy-wise, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, how Council handles this in a short series. It's really fascinating. It's, Bill, you and I agree that one of uh, Council's assets is how he strategically manages his matchups and his bullpen right. and his pitching moves and his pinch hitters and his pinch runners and things like that. Him and Murph got things rolling. Well, okay, what if tomorrow – what if okay let's start today uh corbin burns goes deep and here's the key if he goes deep into the game and they use limited bullpen bullets if you will Mm -hmm. i think tomorrow gives him bill that short leash on a peralta and you might be able to unleash on back-to-back days a couple of them because you're going to use some today but for the most part you could unleash uh mcgill uribe milner Pagero. Piams and Williams, you could cover six innings of baseball if, if you chose to tomorrow in a short series. And and let's face it, you know, to, to go after, go get the dagger, as one would say, uh, you might see a shorter start, especially if Burns goes deep tonight. So the two games are connected. Well, give me your thoughts on these two teams, because I know that the Arizona Diamondbacks hold the season series. So we understand that, but how do these two teams literally match up? I think Arizona's offense, you, you look at some of the power numbers, and obviously Corbin Carroll, uh, rookie of the year, and, and, and Walker has had a, a whale of a season, and Gurriel is, is pitching in. Cattell Marte has always been a, a thorn in the side of the Brewers. He's he's come up with some big hits against, uh, against the crew over the years. So you remember – just a couple of years ago, a few years ago, Eduardo Escobar and Cattell Marte. <laughs> I mean, those two guys are doing damage as Diamondbacks against the crew. But in this case, Marte, got to be careful with him. And he got to be careful. I, I just, they, they say the long ball in the, in the postseason. And I'm not 100% sold on that. I, I'm not 100% sold on you better hit a two or three run home run or you, you don't succeed in the playoffs. I, I'm not. You know, I'm leaning that way. It's a heavy lean. You're going to have to come up with some big swings. But that's where that that home run department comes into play. You're going to have to keep that ball down. You're going to have to get some balls in play here. And you're just going to have to let your defense, uh, you know, to a lot of metrics, the best defense in, in the league, go to work for you. And and so just just stay away from that big, you know, two, three run home run late against these guys. They They, they can hit the ball. Um, you were talking, Tim, uh, about obviously the pitching matchups and such, and Council being such a master manipulator of the, uh, you know, uh, obviously of the, uh, the the roster. 
So, I mean, who do you favor managerial-wise in this matchup? Because that becomes actually a thing. You know what I mean? If if guys aren't hitting or things aren't working out the way you want, then statistically you got to rely upon what matchups will get you out of situations. Who do you give the nod to? Yeah, and I, and I think over the years uh, we, we've been accustomed to Craig Council's long game, right? Because we mm-hmm. we know the long game. He's... You know the longest tenured manager in the in the NL, and and you know he's going to be probably uh, if he chooses to uh, manage next year, he's probably going to be the highest paid manager in the game. I mean, think about that. Who who would have thought that back in May of fifteen when when they hired him? But I, I would say that that strategy I, I discussed that that part of it I, I think goes to Craig Council and. You know, I, the short series is really a scary thing for anybody. I'm, I'm not just saying the Brewers, but it is a, a, a somewhat scary situation because it doesn't allow you to say, hey, let's let this thing play out. We, we can't do a Christian Yelich quote in a short series. In other words, Christian, well, that's just baseball. You win some, you lose some. You know, it's, it's this, it's that. That's just baseball. You can't do that here. You can't do that starting tonight. The the uh, statue of Craig Council, I think one of, one of my listeners brought up that uh, when when they do build a statue for Craig Council, it'll be him standing there with his arms crossed. Okay, right. <laughs> so his arms folded, doing doing nothing. He's not going to sit back in this one. I think there's some chess pieces to be moved, and and it's. I think you bring up a great point. And Lavolo likes to do the same thing. And, you know, he was uh, his career was on life support coming into this season. They extended him a little bit uh, earlier on this year. But it's, it's not like he's, he's uh, you know, the longest tenured guy or, or going to continue to be that. But, you know, that, that whole uh, arms crossed, standing in the dugout and just waiting for something to play out, I just, I'm, I just don't think that Craig Council has it in him in a short series. You may see some, uh, you're going to have to see some quicker moves here. Talking with Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. And, Tim, so who needs to, uh, if you're going to say, be a leader in this particular sense? I mean, do we just naturally look to Christian Yelich, or is there somebody else that you look to and say, you know what, watch out for this particular guy because he's starting to hit, starting to play, whatever? Yeah, oh, oh for sure. Yeah, it's Willie Adamas. And, and we see him coming on a little bit. You know, it, it started, I want to say, in that Pittsburgh series a few weeks ago where it was pretty amazing. I think he drew two walks in the one game and I went good for you. Just, just, just start, start the crescendo, start ascending here toward Mm -hmm. the end here. And when he lays off the low outside stuff and, and is content with, Hey, um, I'll take my walks. I'll, I'll take, keep the line moving. And then he started to hit with some power and barrel barrel and balls up and then he started hitting just recently on this homestand going the other way. I think Willie, and we've seen Willie get scorching hot here. Now, it's been a while, granted. It, it has been a while, but it looks like the timing's right for Willie to be that guy you're talking about, that he can step up. But there's always, I don't care you know, what series you're in, what team you are, in the postseason, there are always those surprises. And look, look at a few years ago with uh, – uh, Randy or Rosarena. You remember that? I mean, mm-hmm, it was just like, right. who is this guy? What the hell? You know, kind, kind of guy. Could that be a Monasterio? 
Um, could that be, you know, we're all aware of William Contreras. We're all aware of Christian Yelich. It's not going to, you know, raise our eyebrows, but, you know, what if Victor Caratini comes off the bench and comes up with some monster, you know, three-run gaffer in, in the clutch and American Family Field's going crazy? And just yeah. before before you let me go, I, the fan base, uh, you know, I've been harping about this for a, a little bit. Um, Murph, uh, Pat Murphy, the Brewers bench coach, had told us uh, on the show about a month ago that um, fans do make a difference in wins and losses. They make a difference. Now, it's something that I've been squawking about for years, and it, it was years ago when Ned Yost uh, was, was the manager here, and, and he would tell me that, nah, we don't really hear the fans. And, and literally told me this, uh, Bill, that <laughs> you know, we, we don't really hear them. We lock them out. It doesn't make a difference there. And then Jonathan Lucroy told me the same thing a few years later. And, and it's like, man, I don't know about that. You can set a tone, right. set an atmosphere. Well, now they come out. Woody said it a week ago that the fans do make a difference. Um, and, and Murph just said, absolutely, yes, slam dunk, yes. I, I would love to see an absolute, absolute den of misery for the opponent tonight and just go crazy. There's something special and romantic about playoff baseball in that you're hanging on every pitch collectively. There's you know 40,000 and there's millions viewing or listening, and we're all hanging on every pitch. That's something that's really, really special. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, if I'm going to have anybody throw out the first pitch tonight, I know. Now, I don't know if you've heard this yet, Tim. Grant, give me your page sporanic statistics before and after. <laughs> so when it comes to somebody throwing out a first pitch, because there's two people. One is page sporanic. Tell us why, Grant. Uh, well, she really defined this Brewer season, Tim. They were 34 and 34. They lost six in a row going into golf night, 2023, <laughs> that Friday night game on Apple TV. And coming out of that game, they went 58 and 36. They go on to win the central. I think it's cut and dry. So pace Brannick is an option or don't forget about Niger Morgan. Remember the last two times, last time these two teams met up in the postseason, Niger Morgan. Oh, remember all of that as well. He would be another. Oh my goodness, back. that was that was awesome. That was awesome, and he just tickled it out to center field. That's all he did. Right. He, he just tickled it out there. I mean, yeah. Carlos Gomez scoring. I mean, let's let's uh, let's make it another uh, an, another series playoff series victory over the Snakes. Uh, I tell you this, Tim, I'm looking forward to four more celebratory broadcasts, okay? They could do it, Bill. The, the Woody thing, yes, it's disappointing. We'll, we'll uh, end where we started. It's it's disappointing. But you know what? There there might be something special uh, about this team here in 23's championship season. There just might be. Sometimes this can be a rally cry. And you remember back in 92, uh, Jimmy Gantner went out with a knee injury early on, and they, and they just and that was a great Brewers season, by the way. Right. Now they didn't make the playoffs, but they put his his batting helmet. I believe it was a batting helmet right above the uh, water cooler there as a reminder, a rally cry that you know Gumby uh, is, uh, is is gone here, and they went on to have a really good year. That you know, there's other examples around sports, but maybe they use this to stay even more together and special. Tim, always good stuff, buddy, and uh, hopefully we get you on uh, again in the next coming days, and we'll uh, we'll touch base about this series, and hopefully they're moving on, okay? Yeah, Bill Grant, anytime, man, anytime. There you go. Our buddy Tim Allen, host of the baseball, baseball postgame show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, and hopefully we get Tim on uh, all throughout the baseball postseason and uh, hopefully here 
in a week we're talking about this team coming back home and taking on the Dodgers at American Family Field. So excited for that. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get back into it. Don't forget about our friends over there. Uh, Mikey Whitcomb and the gang at Exit Realty. Exit Realty. Mikey, uh, give him a call. 414-243-1976 in the five-county area near Milwaukee, uh, Washington County. Also, don't forget about Jefferson County, Walworth County, and such, the surrounding areas. He can help you out. He's the guy that put me in my home. He can do the same for you. He is a straight shooter, honest, and just as hardworking as anybody. That's my buddy Mikey Whitcomb, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. And bikers. He is a biker as well, so you can appreciate that. Uh, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll get a quick break. Come back. More to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restricting supplies. Showroom for details. Offers on 1031 Welcome back. What a good day. Good day today. Excited for tonight. Cautiously optimistic, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Always get excited for postseason, and then you always have that nervousness, you know. Um, I'm being told, Tom says that Euchre is throwing out the first pitch tonight, and Niger Morgan is tomorrow night. You know, is that is that true, or is that just like wishful thinking, Tom? I don't know. If anybody's got verification, please let me know. You get kind of tunnel vision once you hit the airwaves, so I don't know. But Euchre would not be a bad way to go. Adam McAlvey tweeted yesterday, and I'm assuming this is official, game one is Bob Euchre for the first pitch, and then tomorrow is Niger Morgan in game two. It is Niger Morgan, okay. So that uh, that would uh, relieve Paige Sporanic until game three, I would assume. Well, we're saving her for the World <laughs> Series, Bill. Come on. Okay, gotcha. You and your uh, your your commentary went uh, national, didn't it? It made it to the New York Post. We got in the Post. I'm a uh, I'm selfishly back here sending it around. I'm trying to get bar around. I'm trying to get this thing everywhere. Because here's the thing, Bill. Yeah. If the Brewers all of a sudden go on a run, we get this thing to pick up some more steam, and then all of a sudden, Paige Speronic is a folk hero in Milwaukee forever. And the thought of that happening is just is just too hilarious. Like I I, I want the Brewers almost just to win for that reason. Well, that would then, in essence, score you the Paige Sporanic interview, you would assume, right? I should hope. I'm I'm trying. I'm back. In, you know in me, Bill. In-studio appearance. 
maybe in studio. Can you imagine? And in studio appearance. Uh, appearance. Oh my God. Ebo would, would Ebo uh, would certainly hang out for the rest of the day. I think. Oh my God. Yeah. Rowdy would dress up as a coat rack and stand in the corner. And just I don't giggle. think. I don't think Rowdy would know what to say. <laughs> I think he'd just sit there quietly. I'm just gonna sit in the corner. Don't mind me. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great stuff. Great stuff. Hey, how long is the Damian Lillard stuff? Uh, it's just under 20 minutes. Okay. You Let's listen do to this. Some of it. Um, because we're kind of at the, uh, at the no man's land here. So let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take one more quick break, but I want to get a lot of Damian Lillard because we've kind of been combining everything today. We had a little Packers talk, a lot of Brewers talk, a little bit of Bucks talk. You heard Giannis talk earlier today. I want to get Damian Lillard and I want to make sure we have, have enough time for a good portion of that. And I don't want to miss that. I mean, obviously this guy's coming to town and being looked upon as the the missing link, if you will, or that next step up to help Giannis get his second championship into the city of Milwaukee in uh, the last few years. So I want to make sure we have some time for that. So let's do We'll We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll get back into this. Uh, and uh, that way you can listen to a lot of Damian Lillard before we have break for what did we miss and such today and some buy or sell. But uh, our friends at Cunis RV, Cunis RV, automotive trucks, they are the ones that helped us out all season long, and uh, we can't say thanks enough to them for the uh, the Nexus RV that we had a chance to use that we took all over the country. Uh, obviously, the uh, the pickup truck that we used, and it did everything from tow the trailers for our, our friends from Fisher House. We used the bed of it for everything from tents to different uh, things that uh, we use on site for a lot of different appearances we make for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for the golf outing and such as well. But uh, Cunis RV really stepped up and helped us out this year. And whether it's Cunis RV, automotive, trucks, doesn't matter. They've got automotive uh, departments in Madison and Stoughton and Barneville, uh, Barneville, uh, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Platteville. They've got a couple now. They just opened up in Milwaukee as well. So you can go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com. That's shopcunis.com. Or uh, anywhere in the state of Wisconsin for one of the RV dealers. They're everywhere. You can see them off of the highways going up and down. Damn near everywhere in the state of Wisconsin. And if you're looking for a... Uh, the best, by the way, they were voted the best in the state of Wisconsin. So if you're looking for the best RV dealer out there, that's Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com or cunisrv.com. Either way, excuse me, you can't go wrong. Let's do this. Damian Lillard, you'll hear from when we come back. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, show me the money, to reveal up to 10 grand each Thursday. 800,000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back. 
So it's an exciting day today. I don't know how it's doing. There's like an energy. If you're a sports fan, there's an energy, right? You got Packers coming up on Monday Night Football, but you got, you know, the Bucks are back in the practice facility getting ready for their season. Uh, you've obviously got Badger football coming back this weekend, but you've got Brewers baseball coming up tonight, postseason baseball coming up tonight. However, the the hype prior to the postseason was just a couple of days ago when the trade was announced that Damian Lillard is coming to town and he is going to play alongside Giannis and try to bring a championship back to Milwaukee for the second time in a few years. And Damian Lillard met with the media. I wanted you to hear this. He met with the media yesterday. This is Damian Lillard taking some questions. Here he is. First of all, I want to um, thank Wes, thank John, Milt, uh, Griff. You know, I appreciate you guys um, making this happen. Obviously, I've you know, spent my entire career in Portland, 11 years, long time. So I'm extremely thankful for that organization, uh, that city, the fans, uh, for giving me the kind of experience that I had. And, um, you know, I don't think it's a secret how much I, I want to win. And um, that's how we got here today. And I think they want to win equally as bad as I do. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more thankful. Uh, for this opportunity to be a part of this organization, to play alongside uh, the best player in the league. You know, um, you know it's going to be fun. And uh, the hospitality that they showed, my family, we touched down to a parade. My first time getting traded. <laughs> so you don't know what to expect. You know, so to walk in to something like that was special. Um, it was a, a great welcoming. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that I really appreciated. And uh, it, just, it only made me more excited to be here and more excited to get to work. So, you know, I'm thankful. Yeah, about 5,000 attended. Um, you got a, a good taste of hospitality here in Milwaukee in the state of Wisconsin. Let's go with Eric with the first question. Hey, Damien. Eric Name, The Athletic. Nice to meet you. Welcome to Milwaukee. Um, I'm curious, just how have you processed the last five days like j just the idea of you mentioned getting traded for the first time now being in this situation just can you take us through the emotions of, of all of that yeah it was it was definitely a, a different experience you know I was just kind of sitting there in my man cave I didn't really know what was going to happen I started to think like man it might get to training camp and I might just be sitting and waiting you know um, and then I got that call from my agent it was like man you you're getting traded to Milwaukee. And I had heard so many different things that I was like, you know, am I really getting traded? And he was like, yeah, they traded you. And I could tell in the seriousness in his voice that it was, it was real. And um, he was like, I'll let you sit with it for a while. You know, I'll call you back. I'm going to settle some things, and then we'll talk about it. And um, after we got off the phone, I sat there, and I was like, you know, I'm really, I'm really moving on. And uh, it became reality for me. And I kind of just started to think, like, my entire family is here. Um, how am I going to pack everything up? You know, I started to panic a little bit. Like, it's, you know, first time. And then I wanted to, you know, let my family know. So I started walking around the house, and, like, nobody was there. You know, everybody was out doing something. I'm calling people. Nobody picking up the phone. I was like, man, any other time I'll be able to reach whoever I need to. So... Um, I had to sit with it by myself for a while. So when that happened, I just kind of went back to the man cave and I sat there. And then that was when the calls started coming in. My friends, you know, family members like, you know, is it real? Is it true? And then I started to think about the team, you know. So it was like, who did I get traded for? 
you know, how, like who's going to be there. And then I looked it up and, uh, you know, I saw what kind of team I was coming to be a part of. And then that was when the excitement kicked in, you know, just recognizing the opportunity uh, that it is and um, just knowing how much I, I want to win and going into every season, uh, being optimistic and, and thinking that we, we got a chance to get it done. And then coming into this situation, and knowing that you got an opportunity to do it, uh, the excitement definitely kicked in when I when I sat with it for a little bit. Jim, Jim Lazarski, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Yeah. Welcome, Dave. Um, when and and why did Milwaukee, I guess, pop up for you as a potential place to go? Like, when when did you maybe think about that, and, and why did that become a place that you were like, okay, this I'd, I'd be comfortable going there? Uh, it was, I would say maybe two weeks ago you know it was just all this talk and you know all these things and it was a lot of things said that that didn't come from me you know I hadn't spoke on the situation a whole lot but uh as we got into it my agent called me and he was just like you know what about Milwaukee and obviously Giannis you know is is public record that I've always mentioned you know if I had to team up with one person it would be him so when we talked about it I was like I'm I would definitely be interested in that um, obviously, and he was just like, okay, you know, and I could tell he kind of put it in his back pocket. And obviously, in these situations, you don't, you never control completely, you know, how things end up or where you end up going. So, um, you know, it came about, and you know, it was an option, and it was like, you know, press play, you know, why, why not, why pass up on that type of opportunity? Um, so, you know, it was something that came up, I would say, two weeks ago, and. I was interested in that for sure. And now that we're here, I'm excited for this opportunity. Vince? Damn, you brought it up earlier playing with Giannis Vince or Yahoo Sports. Sorry about yeah. that. You're in a situation where you said publicly, you said to Chris, I'm going to a situation where I'm not the best player. Yeah. But at the same time, you can have the ball in your hands the last two or three minutes of the game. Is that something that appealed to you, that sort of situation where you don't have to carry, but you can still be yourself? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always be myself, you know, um, and being myself doesn't always mean that, you know, I got to be out front or everything has to be about me. I think because of who I am as a person, uh, the way that I prepare myself, the way that I approach the game, um, I'm gonna find a way to have an impact. And like I said, playing with somebody like Giannis, he's gonna the kind of attention that he's gonna get is only gonna make the game easier and more simple for me. And I think because of the way that I impose myself when I do play and how I how I attack games, he's going to have the kind of opportunity that I think he hasn't had as well. So, um, I mean, the best thing I can tell you is how, how exciting it's going to be, how excited I am, um, and that I'm prepared for it. You know, I don't... I don't go into any situation expecting to, you know, for things to be about me. Um, so I, I see, I know the player that he is. I know the player that I am. Um, and I know how to make my presence felt regardless of um, the role, you know. Um, it's not the same as this level, but when I was in college, I walked into a situation where it was, you know, upperclassmen, seniors that were like, had been there a couple of years. They had been established. They were known around our, our conference. And I stepped in and I didn't step on nobody's toes, but I announced my presence and I announced myself and, and did what I had to do. It was the same when I got to Portland, you know, LA was an all-star, you know, West was a vocal presence, Batum was like the same. And I stepped in and 
announced my presence. And that was while understanding that I'm playing with LaMarcus Aldridge, but he also needs me to be who I am, you know, for us to be our, our full selves and our best selves as a team. So I think this is similar to that, except I'm older. You know, my understanding of it is even better. Uh, you know, and I think I'm the best version of myself as a player as well. So I think we'll complement each other really well. And, um, you know, I think he's the kind of guy that he's not going into it, worried about being the man or anything like that either. So I think it'll work out perfectly. As we continue, just a reminder, name and affiliation before you ask your question. Jack, go ahead. How's it going, Damien? Uh, Jack Money, CBS Sports. A little bit specifically on that partnership with Giannis, you're one of the best pick and roll guys in the league. Yeah. It's pretty easy to envision that sort of partnership. Have you thought about that possibility and just what sort of impact you two can have specifically on the pick and roll? Yeah, I think it's uh, obviously I'm a, a pick and roll player. I've played a lot of pick and roll in my career. And when I think about playing with him, I just I've just tried to figure out how do you defend it? You know, I haven't played against a lot of coverages where teams aren't at the level of the screen, whether it's showing, trapping or just being there to where I got to get a ball up. And I just I can't imagine him wanting him to have the ball, you know, at the free throw line coming downhill with an advantage and Chris on the wing and Brooke, you know, you got really good players out there. So um, I've definitely thought about it and I just don't know how you you know, how you handle that. And I think it's going to be something that, that teams have to put up with and try to figure out. But I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of opportunity for me out there because of who he is and vice versa. Chris. Chris Haynes, TNT, NBA TV, Bleacher. Dame, now that this move is made, <laughs> what they laughing at, man? I have no idea, man. <laughs> Dame, now that this move, is, move has been made, this summer was the first time you were working out and not knowing where you were going to be. Who yeah. are you working out for? How were you able to prepare? And, like, because you know years prior, you're working out with a purpose because you know yeah. the system. How were you able to prepare yourself for the unknown? Um, it, I just try not to think about it too much. You know, I didn't put pressure on myself um, about, oh, where, what system am I going to play in? Where am I going to be? Like I said before, I know if I show up prepared and I show up as myself, um, I'm going to figure it out. You know, I, I had that type of confidence in myself in whatever situation. But um, I think it was just a, a summer for me where I made my strengths stronger. You know, I kept them as my strengths. And then the things that I felt like I need to tighten up and sharpen up, um, I took the time to do those things. But I think at this stage of my career, I'm, I am who I'm going to be. You know, it's just a matter of how well I can take care of myself. Um, you know, how sharp I can be and, you know, just whatever that situation was, just being able to um, get my feet on the ground and then start, you know, locking into it and understand what what our purpose is, what's expected of me, what what kind of basketball we're going to play, what, what kind of personnel are we going to have. And um, I think coming into this situation is um, very, very easy. You know, you look at somebody like Giannis, you look at Chris, you look at Brooke, you look, you know, when I looked at the roster, it was very easy for me to make sense of, you know, what my job is going to be. Move over to this side, Gabe. Gabe Stoltz, BrewHoop.com. Welcome to Milwaukee, Dame. Appreciate um, it. Just curious, you've been here a few days. What have your initial impressions been about the team chemistry and um, the culture and whatnot, and how do you see that evolving? Uh, I, I mean, as far as team chemistry, Mike check. I'm a rapper, too, so, yeah. Check them. 
got here, I could tell right away that it was a, a family environment. I could tell that it was a family environment right away. Uh, and just a, a humble environment. You know, everybody was just chill. It was real calm. Uh, and I, I think when it comes to chemistry, you don't really know until you get out there on the floor. And, you know, stuff starts happening. You know, somebody gets missed while they open. Somebody's not playing. You know, things got to happen for you to understand, like, where, where does this, this team really stand? You know, how the chemistry really is. And um, just looking at the personalities that I've seen so far, it seems like that won't be an issue. You know, I think it'll be pretty good chemistry. Um, but as far as the, the city, like, the, being embraced like that, it, you know, it definitely makes you comfortable a lot faster when you see that you're wanted and people are excited about you, you being here. Um, and I, like I said, man, I, a lot of it was unexpected. I didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, it's, it's been a, a great couple of days. You know, my family's been really comfortable. Um, you know, I've gotten some work in. You know, I've been around a little bit. So I'm excited, man. I, every time I've been to Milwaukee over the course of my career, I just stay in the hotel the whole time because it's like snowing or something like that. So um, seeing the sun out and, you know, being by the water and stuff like that, it almost – um, you know, made me smile a little bit like, man, this, this could be all right. You know what I'm saying? Every time I came here, it was snowing. You know, it was like depressing a little bit. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to be here, man. You know, like I said, seeing the opportunity basketball-wise and, you know, seeing the type of environment that they've created, the type of success that they've had and knowing that I could bring something um, that could get us over the hump um, and have an opportunity to win. I'm definitely excited to be here, and it's been a, a great experience so far. There you go, Damian Lillard. Every time he comes here, it's depressing. He said, this is going to be all right. <laughs> well, to be fair to Dame, like when he tra- he comes to Milwaukee once a year because he's on a yeah. West, West team, and it's probably in January or February. I don't right? blame someone for thinking that. It's cool to have him here when it's nice out because Milwaukee's beautiful this yeah. time of year. I it it is really it's funny because it's this hidden gem that a lot of players don't realize until they get here and actually spend, you know, some summer months or some, you know, sunny days here that they go, oh, oh, OK, it's pretty cool. You know, so good to <laughs> good. Good to, good to hear Damian Lillard. Say, this, this is all right. <laughs> so, let's do this. We're going to come back with what did we miss? That's right around the corner. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Serve restricted supplies. Showroom for details. Offers at 1031 
Good to have you back. One segment to go before we get out of here. Hey, uh, it's not too late if you want to get some of the clearance stuff coming out of Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Man, what a terrific place Master Z's is. And I, I hate to admit it, but I'm looking forward to some of the uh, some of the uh, indoor stuff, we'll say, whether it's <laughs> whether it's getting shuffleboards, pool tables, dart boards, dart accessories, pool accessories, all that stuff. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They have indoor bars. Uh, bar stools, all that kind of stuff. So uh, a lot of great stuff over at Master Z's. And you can still, for the fall months, you can still maybe get a fire pit outdoor, whether it's a wood fire pit or a gas fire pit. You can still get that stuff as well. So check out Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. So I, I know it's the day game. It's the first one on the docket. I understand that. I'm sitting here watching the uh, the introductions uh, between the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays, and this game's going to get underway in about 13 minutes. Uh, but it's like Tropicana feels like half full. That's got it's got to be a little disappointing to be here for a playoff game and to come out and I mean now granted there's people still filing into the stands and such, but when they show those really far off pictures. It's like half the stands are full, and this is a playoff game. I get it. People have to get out of work. they got to get there early. I understand all of that. But, man, that kind of sucks. If you're the Devil Rays and you are the best team in baseball for the most part and that you can't get everybody there, this is like looking up in the corners of that place. It's empty, man. Are you watching any of this, Grant? In the uh, studio? Uh, I'm not yet. I'm hoping for the next two hours while I get ready for my show to just throw on some baseball, but not yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody there. Such an eyesore, too. Some games, yeah. Bill, and, and some folks don't care about this, but some stadiums, they just don't look as good on TV. Like, I don't think the no. Superdome looks good when Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football's in New Orleans. I'm like, ew. Yeah. And the trap no. is it's just ugly. It's not appealing on the screen. Yeah. No, it's it's it's... Yeah, and that's the reason they're trying to get themselves a new stadium, and they're working out a deal, but that's it's just such a turd. Uh, okay, let's do this. So we got to get into it right away because we're running late. So what did we miss today? What did we miss? Bill, well, I found a funny clip uh, this morning. This is from Awful Announcing. ESPN has the rights to all the wildcard games, okay? Uh-huh. And someone did a closed captioning search. So every bit of dialogue from the beginning of the morning programming all the way through 2 p.m. today, uh, or I guess, you know, Central Time or Eastern Time, whatever. This is the one mention of it. It's 27 seconds. I'm going to play you the audio. It's from Get Up. This is the only time baseball was mentioned. And I got to unmute the tab. Give me uh, one moment. (laughs) Well, maybe it won't play, but it's Greenberg being Greenberg. Uh, It was a promo for 25 seconds, and then they moved on to talk about Daniel Jones. And that was it for six hours of programming today. That was it. Yes, that was it. Yeah, well, that's pretty much typical. I mean, I'm sure they, you know, I'm surprised, actually, they didn't talk more about Zach Wilson and the Jets or Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Also, did you know Greenberg went to Northwestern? I'm surprised they didn't work that in there. Yes, I did know that. Uh, As a matter of fact, there's a Greenberg uh, Northwestern jersey hanging in that studio, if I'm not mistaken. And by the way, did you see that Aaron, I don't know, maybe you don't have this. Did you see what Aaron Rodgers called Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Is there? I, I, I try to play this for you. I think it'll work. I don't know if there's a swear word in here, though. Let me, uh, well, let's risk it here. Life is short. Here's, risk here's Aaron Rodgers. I didn't have a crazy game. And, uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, he's like 
crazy impact game. Travis Kelsey uh, doing COVID vaccination spots. I'm assuming that's what he's referencing. Yeah, he called him Mr. Pfizer. Uh, You know, I mean, okay, I get it, but. Where does Rodgers think his his game check money is coming from? Right. And, oh, by the way, what do they want to do? Backhandedly uh, slap you and say Mr. Immunization? Yeah. You know? He knows how to get eyeballs and attention. I give him credit, Bill. God. Just, okay. Anything else? What else we got? One last thing, and this is preemptive because this is going to become a thing in the winter. Uh, NBC Sports announced three hours ago that Peacock is the exclusive home of over 30 Big Ten men's basketball games during the 2023-2024 season. So if you were already annoyed having to find games on Big Ten Network or TBS or True TV, it's getting even worse this year. I I can't fathom, uh, well, you know, again, I don't want to get up on a soapbox with only a minute to go here, but putting them over all of them over on Peacock. God, it's tough enough at times to find the Big Ten Network uh, and which games are on which one because there's three levels of Big Ten Network. Now you got to go to Peacock and track that down too in the streaming service. Oh, man, oh, man. Mike Clemens Uh, uh, once told me that he doesn't pay for sports to watch sports. He lets the advertisers do that. So I think of Mike Clemens on days like today. Mike was on to something when he told me that. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike finds a way. Mike is uh, this the ultimate scrounger. He will find a way. All right, go Brewers tonight. Brewers baseball tonight. Uh, cannot wait for it. I'm sure I'm going to be watching like all of you, and we're going to be uh, back at it again tomorrow. We'll talk about game one, start to preview game two. Looking forward to it. So until we uh, talk again 20 hours from now, go Brew Crew. Time for us to go. Have a good one. Hoop. <laughs>